You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Have you always wanted to hear the hockey stories told from the press box? For your premier source of hockey prospect news from across the AHL, NCAA, Canadian Hockey League, and international leagues, this is your all-access pass to The Press Zone, a hockey podcast packed with news, analysis, interviews, and entertainment featured on AHLReport.com. Your hosts, Amy Johnson and Rick Stevens, are experienced, credentialed hockey reporters bringing you stories built from strong connections throughout the hockey community and from inside rinks all across North America. Welcome to The Press Zone. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Press Zone Podcast right here on the AHL Report part of Rocket Sports Media, and of course, a proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. We are so glad that you are here with us today. Uh, Boy, uh, rookie camp is in the books. Training camp has begun. It really means the season is getting underway, and uh, we're glad that you are here back with us at the Press Home Podcast. I'm your host of the show. Uh, My name is Amy Johnson. I'm also the lead correspondent over at the AHL Report, and uh, I'm joined in the studio each and every week by my wonderful co-host. He's our founder, president, and editor-in-chief here at Rocket Sports Media, and his name is Rick Stevens. How are you doing today? A lot of activity sir? around here. Oh, my goodness. All these new I- I'm people. I'm tired already. <laughs> All these, yeah. Is the season over it's yet? busy. <laughs> I'm tired. I know. We've got, uh, we've got a couple of great new... Um, Team members here at Rocket Sports, mm-hmm. a big shout out and welcome to Gustav and Adam. Uh, we're really excited to have them uh, on the team, and you can be looking for them uh, to start putting out some great articles. In fact, Gustav uh, has an article out already at allhabs.net. Popular uh, one. Very popular one, and it's comparing Yuri Slavkovsky to uh, just... Some guy named Yarmir Yager, you know. Uh, very interesting read, very fun read. I invite you to check that out over at allhabs.net. Um, if you're on Twitter and you go to at allhabs, uh, check out um, in the lists for at allhabs, there is a Rocket Sports team member list. Uh, and that's an easy way if you want to follow all of our contributors at Rocket Sports and make sure that you're following all of the different Rocket Sports company accounts as well for the different publications that we have and podcasts, uh, that's the best place to do it. Just go to that list and you can just bing, 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 right down the line. just follow that list. You can Lots follow of people that list. Do. Yeah, you can follow that list uh, or you can go in and, and individually follow every single one on that list and you will find in there as well uh, new team members Gustav and Adam as well. So be sure to give them a follow. Uh, they're going to be putting out some great content for us as well as all of the rest of our Rocket Sports contributors this, uh, this season. So now is the time to get ready uh, for all of that great information. Um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a whirlwind. It was, you know, we had games to watch from the rookie tournament over the weekend, and um, and now training camps. I mean, they 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 did their physicals and medicals today, Rick, and um, lots of media stuff. It was kind of media day for them. 
uh, and then things really get underway tomorrow. So, uh, Physical tests um, today, uh, medical tests uh, tomorrow is on ice, but it's it's more testing. It's It's uh, on yeah Yeah. on ice testing, uh, the time test to set the benchmark for all the players, and and then the first um, inter squad games will start on Friday. On Sunday, the annual red-white game at the Bell Centre, which is always pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about all of... Uh, we're going to talk a bit about all of that. We're going to give you our thoughts on the rookie tournament in this show. But in the second segment, I do want to mention that we've got a great interview coming up. An exclusive one-on-one with none other than Jean-Francois Ull. That's right, J.F. Ull, the head coach of the Laval Rocket, who just got done being the head coach for the Montreal Canadiens rookie camp. Uh, He is joining Rick and I in the studio today for uh, an exclusive one-on-one interview to talk a bit about about rookie camp, but also talk a bit about... um, uh, you know, kind of the new regime coming in and the future for Laval and development and so on and so forth. So you don't want to miss that coming up in the second segment. Um, so yes, Rick, as you as you mentioned, uh, speed testing takes place tomorrow and, and the scrimmage is coming up on uh, later on this week. The red-white scrimmage is kind of... Y- you see that fans kind of always take that as the unofficial heralding in of of really the season when that red white scrimmage uh, starts to to come to fruition and and I think you know the one thing we can say about this training camp is that uh, there's a lot of guys invited. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's what seventy four, something something like that seventy four record amount. Yeah. Uh, so I would imagine that at least from our <laughs> from our records, it's a record amount. Yeah. Um, typically, it's in uh, the low 60s thereabouts. Uh, during the COVID years, it dropped uh, to to fewer players than that. But uh, this year, uh, 74 players. That's that's an awful lot, and, and it includes uh, players who are invited on um, on a, on PTOs. Um, and um, so, yes, it's it's a lot of players to keep track of. It is. Um, and I imagine because of the amount of players there are, we might see a fairly quick round of cuts uh, early in training camp um, because it's going to take a lot of it's going to take a lot of movement to whittle to whittle that down to your opening night roster. Um the only uh, counter to that is that for for whatever reason the Canadians have eight preseason games. Well, uh, yeah, that's a lot of games, it is. and um, you don't want your uh, until the the end of the preseason schedule. You don't want a lot of guys, uh, your regular guys, playing uh, a lot of games. So there'll be room for some some games, uh, you know, uh, for. Um, some of the players uh, before they're they're cut and and moved on to other teams. For sure, uh, there are a good handful of rookies who are invited to uh, Canadians' main training camp. Uh, one interesting note before we before we talk about those rookies, um, Rick, is that uh, one of those PTOs that you mentioned is John Parker Jones, but not as a forward, which is how we saw him at rookie camp. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, we don't have room for you at forward. I can play defense. <laughs> no, that, that, that isn't what happened. No, but, but it's interesting. He's uh-huh. uh, he's invited to main training camp with a PTO as a defenseman, um, which, I mean, his size and frame and what that takes on a completely different. Uh, we mentioned him last week, 6'6", 227. Yeah, takes on a completely different uh, component when he's on the back end as opposed to being part of the forward course. So we'll see how, how that shapes up and whether or not he 
gets kind of shuffled back and forth between being a defenseman and and a forward, which is which is really interesting. But in the rookie camp, he was um, he was a forward, and uh, you know, Rick, we don't we don't need to go too in depth about. Um, rookie camp in general in the rookie tournament. In fact, I should mention first and foremost, we had uh, an exclusive interview with Joe Yurden, uh, Buffalo Sabres reporter uh, who was at the Buffalo tournament. Uh, we had an exclusive interview with him on this past week's edition of the Canadians Connection podcast. And uh, we spent a good deal of time talking with Joe about his uh, his analysis and takeaways from the Buffalo versus Montreal game and and what he sees in the future for Montreal's prospect pool, as well as as well as the up and comers for Buffalo as well. So if you've if you missed that episode, be sure to head over to CanadiansConnection.fm and check out Saturday's episode with uh, featuring that exclusive interview with Joe Yurden. Um, and and you know you might think, well, what do they know? What does he know about well, uh, Canadians yes. prospect? <laughs> Jones got a, a great background um, in uh, hockey prospects, and um, now writing for McKean's, and you know the work that they do in scouting and hockey prospects. Um, and it was brought up by um, Mike Rashel, one of our contributors, who said, you know, it's it's. It's really nice to get an outside an outsider's view of the Canadians' prospects. A lot of time, especially if you follow uh, the the mainstream Montreal media, you know um, we don't have to tell you. There's groupthink that goes on. Um, everybody puts out this the same articles about the same players, and it's nice to get a, a different perspective, a fresh perspective, an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joe did an excellent job of that. He did. So I encourage you to go check that out. Uh, but overall, um, you know, it was one of the things that that you made a point to to point out, Rick, is that. Uh, you know, some people might look at the results of the rookie tournament, which was held in Buffalo. It was a much bigger event, the Harbor Center uh, facility directly adjacent to the Sabres uh, NHL arena was packed. Uh, really good turnout, um, and a lot of excitement in the building and so forth. But, you know, you could look at the Canadians results that they only won one of their three games. And at that, it was against an Ottawa team who iced all but their best players, <laughs> to be fair. Um but really, it wasn't. Uh, it never was about wins and losses in a, in a tournament like this. And I think there were a lot of, you know, the takeaways that that scouts and coaches and management and and fans even should have been and would have been looking at. I think there were a lot of things to take away overall from the tournament. For sure, and and that was one of the first things that uh, we asked uh, uh, Joe Yurden is how do you watch a tournament like this? Because it's different than watching a regular season game. You're looking for different things. It's not all about, as you said, wins and losses, nor is it necessarily about goals and assists and save percentage and those kinds of things. It's, it's, it's evaluating the rookies in a different way, evaluating them in terms of, um, are, are they overwhelmed by the moment? Are they comfortable? Uh, do they they do they look like they belong? Um, and and that's that's a much different way of evaluating uh, rookies and prospects. And and uh, there there were some that um, obviously stood out. And and yes, there was the goals and assists. But but Owen Beck just owned the moment. He he looked like um, he belonged, and that. Uh, in a group amongst his peers, he stood out. Um, Emil Heinemann, another guy that mm-hmm. that that really stood out. 
Um, Yuri Slavkovsky, um, uh, you know, some folks were expecting more from him. I think the the, the plays that he made um, that that no one else could make is is why he stood out. Um, you know, other guys, uh, um, Jan Mishak being out there at the at the end of a game mm-hmm. um, and 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 being Taking relied face-offs, on to, yeah. for faceoffs. Uh, Philippe Machar. Um, all that that's it's very important and you look on the defense uh Justin Barron did he pile up points no but he looked he looked great on um uh, carrying the puck moving the puck Jordan Bear, uh Harris looked good um on the uh, the way he he moved along the blue line in the offensive zone and carrying the puck um Matthias Matthias Norlander looked pretty comfortable yeah he did Arbor Jackai looked physical um, and comes as advertised and, and, you know, as Owen Beck said, well, he, he can do a little more on that, that side. Um, So all of it is, are these, are these players uh, comfortable, overwhelmed? Um, And, and, and we saw at Caden Gooley, he plays one game, but um, you know, he was Caden Gooley and, Mm -hmm. and what you were expecting. Uh, So there, there was a lot to be, um, to be excited about in terms of prospects in that rookie camp. There really was. I think it was very exciting to watch people who were, there were some who were really quick to judge the fact that Yuri Slavkovsky, you know, didn't dominate all three games of, of the Canadians. And I think, I think that's where expectations have to be tempered. You have to remember uh, how old he is. You have to remember that there will be an adjustment for this young man playing the North American game. Um, so I think, yes, he's a first overall pick, and yes, he's got a high amount of talent and skill that sets him apart uh, enormously from from the rest of the field. But at the end of the day, he is still a rookie prospect who will need time to develop, and he will make mistakes, and there will be... Um, you know, there will be starts and stops and, and kind of plateaus here and there. That's all part of development. So um, for, for skill development and, and game development. So I was perfectly fine with what I saw from your Slavkovsky. Uh, he and Philip Meshar had some great chemistry together for sure. Um, and uh, it was it was pretty fun to watch. Um, and so now with uh, with with the rookie camp wrapping up, we heard from Rob Ramage and Frankie Bullion of the development staff uh, yesterday, just kind of giving their thoughts on on the path ahead and and so on and so forth, and and reiterating that development is going to be key in Montreal and in Laval. Uh, and so it's uh, there's a lot to look forward to, and it's going to be really fun to see. I'm. I'm excited for uh, preseason games to start uh, because I'm really looking forward, Rick, to seeing how the young prospects uh, put on a show because I think they know that there's there's a lot up for grabs this year and there's a there's a lot of opportunity to make an impact during the preseason this year and I think it's going to be pretty fun to see how competitive they get. Well, and competitive. It, it's it's one thing, um, you know, with with players uh, that are are play a physical game, and Yuri Slavkovsky uh, can dominate a rookie tournament. Uh, not as easy going up against NHLers, um, and uh, that's all of that's going to be interesting to see how they how they perform uh, when playing against. Um, 
other top players. Now, not that not that uh, the lineups necessarily are are chock full at the beginning of of uh, the exhibition schedule, but um, but but how they how they uh, cope with uh, being with better line mates and and going up against tougher opposition for sure. Um, so with that in mind, you know, as we said. As the preseason wears on, cuts will start to be made, and and those prospects' attention will then shift to perhaps the Laval Rocket. And so uh, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, none other than Laval Rocket head coach J.F. Uhl is going to be here joining Rick and myself on the show, and he's going to give us his thoughts on how these young prospects performed during the rookie camp and tournament and give us some insight on how he sees things unfolding in Laval in the season ahead. So uh, we've got a quick message for you from our sponsors at DraftKings and Raycon, and then we'll be right back with that interview. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Press Zone right here on Rocket Sports Radio. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of great 80s music on Spotify. Can you blame me? Sometimes the 80s just really sound great. It's really been fun, and one reason it's been great to listen to it is because I've been using my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Uh, Now, with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, which my ears are always really difficult to get a custom snug fit for in-ear earbuds, and uh, Raycon's got such a wide variety, it's just perfect. These earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge, trust me. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. They're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Some of the things that I love about it, uh, there's customizable sound profiles. So whether you're listening to something like jazz that you really want a, a pure sound, they have a setting for that. If you're listening to some, some, some dance or some you know pop, hip hop, that kind of thing, you want something a little bassier, well, they have a setting for that as well. Uh, everything is controlled through tap functions right on the earbuds, whether it's moving a, a head or forward with your tracks or your volume control or what sound setting you want. There's also what they call an awareness mode uh, where you can press that and it allows some more sound from your environment to seep in so that you can still hear what's going on around you while you're listening to your favorite music, 
or podcast or anything like that. Go to buyraycon.com today and use code THPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code THPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code THPN15. And welcome back to the Press Zone podcast right here on the AHL Report, part of Rocket Sports Media and an affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. Glad that you're back with us. Again, my name is Amy Johnson. I'm your host for the show, joined by my co-host, Rick Stevens. Um, We'll take this moment before we uh, bring J.F. Uhl into the studio here. We'll just take this moment to ask you to make make sure, if you haven't done so already, that you are subscribed to the podcast. Um, If you're going to be interested in things like the exclusive interview we're about to have with the Laval Rockets head coach, you're not going to want to miss a single week's episode of the Press Zone, particularly as the season gets started. So hit that subscribe button. Also, if uh, you like this content, if you like getting to hear these one-on-one interviews, um, go ahead and hit that share button today and share with all of your fellow Habs fans, uh, Hab Hab fans, uh, followers and friends and family and so forth, uh, and let them hear uh, the interview that we're about to do as well, in addition to our great analysis and coverage uh, here at Rocket Sports and the Press Zone. So uh, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button, and you'll be all set for the entire season. Well, I have to say, uh, so excited to be able to welcome back to the show today uh, one of our favorite people to talk to, a uh, favorite guest to have back on the show, and that is none other than Jean-Francois Ull, the head coach of the Laval Rocket, who, have, of course, has been serving uh, as as coach and, and doing a lot of uh, great work with the Montreal Canadiens rookies at the rookie camp this past week. JF, thank you so much for being back with us. Uh, we're looking forward to to chatting with you again. Thank you. Happy to be here, Amy. I guess first, we just want to start off by just getting your reaction overall to, to rookie camp and in particular, the rookie tournament, your perspective of, of the group participating in a larger tournament this year, uh, playing against a number of different teams in a, in a larger setting, and just overall how you felt the, uh, the rookies and the prospects took to that tournament. I think it was good. I think it's, uh, it was a nice tournament that was uh, well organized and for our players to uh, to put themselves against uh, competition of uh, with with other teams was uh, was really nice, and uh, you know we get to see other rookies on other teams. And the the best thing about those tournaments is that they're going against their peers and you know, on the same group age, pretty much. So there's no uh, no veterans of uh, any kind, and uh, I think it's a, a good way to uh, evaluate the the young talent. If I could take you back to uh, the the summer, uh, following your very successful playoff run, during your exit uh, interviews, you you said how much you were looking forward to uh, sitting down with the new management, sitting down with uh, Marty St. Louis. It was was busy when when the changeover happened, so you weren't able to do that. And now we understand um, from recent interviews that you were able to do that. And you talked about how important it is for 
to run the same systems and, uh, and to have that seamless transition for the, the players who are going to be moving back and forth between Laval and Montreal this year. I wonder if you could uh, talk a bit about that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I think it's important as an organization that you get uh, continuity throughout throughout the lineup, and uh, you know, not for for the guys that come down and the guys that go up. So, so you know, they're all aware of what's going on, and I think we're gonna have a really good communication with uh, with the management and uh, Martin Saint Louis staff. And uh, you know, for us, it's important. Our, our job is going to be to develop players and. We want to make sure to give them, set the players up for the uh, for the best whenever they get called up. So for for us, it'll be important to uh, to work in unison uh, with uh, with the NHL team. You use that word development there, and it's certainly one that we've heard um, a lot of different people throughout, up and down the Montreal Canadiens organization um, ever since Kent Hughes and Jeff Gordon came on board, using uh, that term development uh, a lot more often and. Even in fact, yesterday's uh, media excuse me availabilities, uh, Frankie Bouillon even saying, you know, quote, "It's gonna be development in Montreal and it's gonna be development in Laval." So, what does that what does that do for for you, JF, in terms of your approach to to coaching your team and the young players? Uh, you know, we it was understood even at the end of last season how different the roster makeup was going to be this year with the the huge slate of prospects that were coming in. So what does that do for you knowing uh, that, that development really is a key focus uh, both at the NHL and AHL level this coming season? Yeah. Well, it doesn't change all that much. I mean, obviously you're, uh, you know, you're more conscious of, uh, of which players need to be in which situation, you know, as a, as a coach, you want to try to put some of these young players in uh, uncomfortable situations at times where they can learn. And, uh, you know, I think we did that last year as well. So, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't change very much on what uh, what we do. Um, you know, maybe on in practices, uh, you know, a little bit more of a development side of, of it. Uh, the, the, like Frankie Bouillon might come in and uh, Adam Nicholas might come in a little bit more often and, and work with, uh, with some of our players. But uh, as far as, uh, as us in Laval, you know, we still want to, you know, develop in a winning environment. For us, it's going to be... Uh, we, we feel like we're going to have, a, even though we might be younger, we're still going to have a very good competitive club. And, uh, you know, we're going to put everything forward to for the players to, to develop and uh, try to win as many games as we can for our great fans in Laval. <laughs> you, you mentioned about uh, developing in a winning environment. I, it's kind of struck me... Um, just after he was hired, Stefan Robida, he talked as 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 many have have said about the goal is to is development, uh, helping uh, players reach their p- potential. But then he talked about a conversation that he had with uh, Martin Saint Louis, and and uh, Saint Louis had said to him, "We're not focusing on the results; we're focusing on intentions." And that says to me that that players are going to be allowed to make mistakes, uh, which, which young players often do. And, you know, for a coaching staff, you're competitive. Your coaching staff is very competitive. How do you balance that wanting to be wanting to win, wanting to be competitive and yet giving the opportunity for young guys to make mistakes? Yeah, no, it's a tough balance, but you do. I mean, they're all going to make mistakes. You know, they're, they're, it's a, it's a young bunch and, uh, they can learn from their mistakes and become better players uh, as the year goes on. And, you know, that's what our focus is going to be. Maybe earlier on, you know, they make those mistakes, but as the year goes on, 
you know, in order for them to grow as players, uh, you know, they, they need to learn from their mistakes. And, uh, obviously, we're not going to let the, the, the same player make the same mistakes over and over again. You know, it's, I think it's uh, it's important to to correct it, but uh, they also have to uh, to be accountable and uh, and grow as a player. Last season, you had um, a relative by by AHL standards, you had a relatively stable roster, particularly the group of defensemen that you kept together. Almost all say the experienced defensemen. Um, maybe it'll be a little bit different this year. Um, Kent Hughes has said. Uh, that he wants to rotate uh, the the young defenseman from Montreal to Laval and back again. Um, how do you how do you plan to deal with what could be a very dif- a different kind of approach to defensemen that you had last year? Yeah, for sure, it's going to be uh, especially on the back end. I think it's going to be a, a different approach. Uh, you know, we're going to have to deal with uh, you know guys going up uh, in and out and uh, maybe a little rotation like Kent Hughes mentioned, but. Uh, uh, you know, I, I think it, it might be a good thing, uh, you know, to get different players and get a different set of eyes, different energy from different players to come in on the lineup. And, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, it's part of the, the development in the American Hockey League. It happens a lot that, uh, you know, that you get players in and out. So, um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how it's going to it's all going to play out. But uh, those young defensemen are are, are uh, not as old as the ones we had last year, but they're uh, they're uh, a crop of defensemen that I'd say are, are quite quite a bit skilled mm-hmm. and uh, and can make plays. So uh, uh, you know it might be too uh, beneficial for us to uh, to have a young uh, decor. If it's not the 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 potential of the young defensemen that are that are kind of coming into the ranks now, uh, that's been the topic of conversation for the summer, particularly the second half of the summer. It certainly has been the goaltending depth with Carey Price's news uh, from Kent Hughes earlier this summer and so forth. Just focusing on Caden Primo after him signing his his extension, which is a, a one way uh, deal. I remember at the in, during your exit interview uh, at the end of the season, uh, both you and Kevin Poulin and even Caden Primo himself all talked about how uh, how important this coming season would be for his development in terms of building off of that very confident play that he had in the postseason and and taking that into the start of this season in the AHL uh, and really finding a way to dominate the AHL this season. Do you, do you still feel that's a, a very beneficial path for his development? And given this, the, the current circumstances, is that still feasible? Do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think it's still feasible. Yes. We're, our defense are going to be a little younger in front of him, but you know, he's got a lot of AHL games under his belt now. Primo does. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's time for him to to step up, and uh, I think he did tremendously last year in the playoffs. It's like you said, it's got to be continuity, and uh, and and have a strong season from the get go. And and when he does get called up in the NHL, which will happen because there's always injuries, I think that or he might even start there. We, we don't know yet, but uh, uh, for him, I think that when he does get the call, he needs to pull some strong games together. You know, it was a little tough last year. Uh, you know he, uh, you know when he went in, there was uh, you know, sometimes really, really hard on him. But uh, he's grown a lot. He's he's got uh, some good maturity to him, and 
and he seems uh, ready mentally and for for the challenge. And uh, I'm sure Prime will do will do just fine. <laughs> just looking at the training camp roster for the Canadians, there's uh, not including Price, who's of course going to be not participating, uh, but eight goaltenders uh, invited to camp uh, because, of course, you know there's 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 all sorts of uncertainty as to who you know who will Jake Allen's backup be. Antoine Rivière is going to you know obviously needs to be filled as well. You had the services of of three guys at the rookie camp, uh, Colomb, Verbetic, and, and Mercer, uh, that you got to, to watch in action. What, what were your thoughts on those three guys and their performances? Yeah, three young guys, you know, they, uh, um, you know, they, they did all right. I mean, I, I, we lost a couple of those games, but, uh, you know, I, I thought we played probably, you know, good enough to, to probably win some of those games, but they did okay. I mean, it's, it's tough when you're put in an environment where nobody has played together and it's the first game of the year and then they get a lot of shots and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, we have some nice depth at the at goalie position. It's going to be good for us, good for 12VI. And uh, that's a position that, you know, you, last year we found ourselves trying to call all over North America to try to find a goalie. And, uh, you know, it's not ideal sometimes. So I, I think we're going to be, uh, we have numbers back there now and uh, it sh- should be solid. And if we need a call up, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll have uh, one of those goalies ready to go. One of the things that kind of stood out when Ken Hughes joined the organization, he talked about hockey operations. He, he didn't want departments operating in silos, operating alone. He wanted everybody working together, everybody pulling the same direction, everybody supporting each other. And uh, you already mentioned about um, Adam Nicholas being involved and and, uh, and helping uh, Lavelle and, and Rob Ramage, Frankie Bullion, and, and uh, we've even heard of uh, about Nick Carrier and Scott Pellerin being involved. Do you feel more um, supported uh, by the development folks? Do you feel more of an integration um, in the organization uh, than you did prior? Yeah, you know, I think so. And I, I think that uh, adding those development uh, people uh, should be a good thing since we have so many young guys. And, and sometimes it's just a to get another voice than always the, 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 the coach talking, you know, it's, it's good to hear it from somebody else. It gives, it puts different eyes on different uh, players during our games. And, you know, uh, you could have a conversation like our defense. Uh, I have conversation with Frankie Bouillon quite a bit when he comes in, you know, it's, it's a different perspective, but all in all, we're all pushing in the same uh, direction and we have the same message for the players. It's just a, a different, different voice, uh, uh, letting the player know, but uh, I, I think having a, a development side of it uh, should be really good for for the organization going forward. Well, I mentioned uh, just briefly a moment ago that uh, you know there's a lot of goaltenders on the roster for Canadians training camp. Uh, certainly going to be a competitive training camp overall with mo- more than 70 guys uh, invited to camp. Very full camp ahead, uh, and we we know that you and the rest of your coaching staff are still going to be on hand to to help out and 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 do things as well. But at the same time, obviously you've got your own training camp for Laval to start preparing for as well. Um, You know, is it, is it an exciting time of year for you to, to really be gearing up to get that started? And as a kind of a a follow-up to that, do you plan on doing anything differently with your training camp for Laval this year or, or, or are you sticking kind of to the same system that you normally do? 
We're actually, it's, I'm very excited to get started. And it's, uh, well, we're going to, our staff is here right now. We're going to use these two weeks here before our training camp to evaluate the players and uh, see where they could fit in our roster. And then, you know, when, once uh, Montreal can start cutting guys down, we're going to head to to Laval and have our training camp. We're not going to change very much. We, we, liked, uh, we liked the way we did it last year. We we had uh, some success with it. We were happy with it, uh, with our camp. We're, you know, it's 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 pretty much like two days of practice and then it's uh, two days of scrimmage and it's it only lasts four days because then we have exhibition games. But it gives us an opportunity to see some of the ECHL players that we might need to call up during the season. It gives us a chance to try the different players in different positions. And we're going to have some tough, tough decisions this year looking at the roster. It's going to be a jam at both forward and defenseman. It's a good thing to have some depth, <laughs> but uh, as a coach, it's um, sometimes it's uh, it's heart-wrenching to uh, to have to, to let some of these guys go, but um, you know, it's part of the business and uh, you got to move forward. Well, it's all setting up to be quite an exciting season, not only for the Montreal Canadiens, but certainly for the Laval Rocket uh, and, and your crew as well, JF. Uh, once again, Always so appreciative of how gracious you are uh, with your time for all of us here at Rocket Sports. And I'd say we'll probably maybe invite you to come do this again maybe in a few weeks after your training camp is done. And, and we'll really kind of look at purely Laval and, and your season ahead, your opening night roster, and, and kind of get your your pulse on on what kind of envisioning you have for, for your team this coming season. Uh, but for now, we can't thank you enough for, for taking some time out of what we know is a very busy day and schedule for you uh, to talk with us a bit about uh, your experience the last few weeks. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. And anytime I'm available for you guys. Well, Rick, I think we can officially say the season is underway if we've gotten our JF Uhl interview in under the belt and, and ready to go. That's kind of our own uh, informal mark of the beginning of a new season when the coach comes and joins us for a chat. Uh, great to hear from J.F. Uhl and uh, some really interesting things for, for him to comment on. Yeah, it was good to talk to him. And and um, fans may not understand how involved he uh, really is in charge at the the rookie tur- uh, tournament um, behind the bench and and part of the evaluation team there now uh, participating in the main uh, training camp and running drills and things and then in a couple of weeks as he said uh, putting together his own training camp for the Laval Rocket and and the evaluative process that happens there so um, yeah, a key person in the organization particularly. In a, a year that we're talking about developing prospects. Absolutely. And uh, we just say thank you again to JF for taking time out of a very busy schedule to to spend some time sitting down and chatting with us. Uh, and when, of course, uh, we look forward to, to having him back on the show again soon. Uh, as I said at the top of this segment, if this is the content that you like, make sure that you hit that subscribe button and do us a favor and hit the share button as well and share this podcast on your favorite social media platform. Uh, it's really a great way to help us grow our audience and uh, hey, you're not going to hear that interview of JF Uhl's anywhere else, literally. So if you'd like to spread the word about that, feel free to hit that share button. Um, 
Also, be sure you've bookmarked allhabs.net. We talked about that at the top of uh, the show, uh, where you'll catch brand new feature articles from from our writers like Gustav's uh, Yuri Slavkovsky article that's out. You can also catch Chris G's Every Monday Habs Notepad with all the latest news uh, going on in the Canadians organization. Or like today, Rick Stevens himself had out a Habs headlines post, uh, giving you all the pertinent ins and outs of the latest Habs news of the day. Those typically, typically come out as needed Tuesday through Friday. There's a great one out right now uh, giving you all the details of the roster for training camp and those PTOs he talks about and so on and so forth. So be sure to check all of that out at allhabs.net um, because, Rick, there's, you know, it's... We know dare, I, dare I say that next week there's going to start being maybe recaps? Recaps uh, for oh. the... Yeah, for sure. And, and we know you're busy, so we try to put together articles that are in capsule form, easily digestible, and we, we give you opportunities to, uh, you want to know about the, the Montreal Canadiens, some people want the, uh, the articles on the website, some want the podcast, some want content on YouTube. They can have that. We have a uh, tremendous following on YouTube. Be one of our subscribers there if you're not already. Go to youtube.com slash allhabs. Uh, every Thursday over there at youtube.com uh, slash allhabs, I host a weekly Habs and Laval Rocket focused show called Habs Hockey Report. There's also a ton of fan interaction on that uh, program as well. So if you like being able to add your own thoughts and opinions to talk about the Canadians and prospects and the Laval Rocket, that's the a great place for you to do it. Um, a lot of times I'll read your responses on the following week's show and react to them or talk about them and that type of thing. So uh, be sure you're following along over there. Uh, I should also mention, Rick, if people like to just have get in the conversation about things going on in the Habs sphere, um, the All Habs Facebook page is a pretty... It's active. Uh, it's, it's a I pretty active that. place to do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's um, over 50,000 uh, Habs fans who have liked and followed the page, but uh, we typically get many more than that because we get visit we, visitors from, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs fan base and Bruins fan base, and and uh, the conversations are, are lively and, and active, and uh, you'll find all kinds of perspectives uh, that you may want to reply to yourself. Absolutely. So uh, check that out. Uh, give us a follow and get ready because really, uh, you know, we've talked all summer about kind of, you know, theory and analysis and so forth. Well, the X's and O's are really going to start happening as training cam shapes up and preseason games get underway. Uh, all of our contributors here at Rocket Sports Media are going gangbusters ready to bring you some terrific uh you know analysis some objective pieces some subjective pieces um all sorts of stuff coming this season we don't want you to miss a minute of it and as always we thank you for being such loyal listeners of the press home podcast so uh take care enjoy uh the scrimmages this week and we will be back next tuesday for another great episode of the press home podcast right here on rocket sports radio Click subscribe to never miss an episode of The Press Zone on Rocket Sports Radio. Visit AHLReport.com for the latest news on hockey prospects.